in this week's episode of Moms and Martinis. Peace and blessings, family. Going rising to you. Mind your motherfucking business. That's it. That, I didn't want nothing. I didn't want to come and give you nothing super motivational or enlightening or inspirational other than just mind your motherfucking business. Mind your business. Mind your motherfucking business. If you don't do anything else today, please mind your motherfucking business. Mind your motherfucking business. One more time for the people in the back. Mind your motherfucking business. I love you. back to another episode of Moms and Martinis, where we create a safe space for tough conversation. The place you come to tell your dirty truth without the fear of judgment, humiliation, or shame. But before we get started, friends, let's make a drink. Here are all of the ingredients that you will need to make the perfect martini. Take one part laughter two parts friendship, a double dose of love, sprinkle in some transparency, and add a lot of courage. Shake all of your ingredients together and pour them into a safe space. Now don't forget to squeeze in a hug and a smile for presentation. And that, my friend, is the perfect martini. Cheers. I'm your host, the creator, and the mom, Kira. Friend, let the healing begin. Well, 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 looky, 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 there go my cookie. Hey, friend, hey, how are you all doing today? Oh, let me tell you, today has been a grandiose day. Yes, I am using my PSAT words. It has been a grandiose day for me. I have been on top of minding my business and I feel just real good about it. I I do. You know, most days I come on here and tell y'all that I'm trying to keep my edges and get my stomach flat. Well, that still remains to be true. Okay. Um, but I am still feeling grandiose. I am on top of minding the business. Now, for those of you that have been listening and following me for a while, then you know what it means to mind your business. So friend, go ahead and get your drink. Pull up. We need to talk, okay? Because I'm going to check in with you to make sure that you're minding your business. Now, for those of you that may be your first time listening to Monza Martinis, let me tell you what it means to mind your business. It's not what you think, okay? Let's get into minding the business. So minding the business first starts with your mind. Do you have your mind right, okay? Are you spending time with your creator? Are you meditating, praying, singing, whatever it is you need to do to get your mind right? If it's sitting in silence, getting up a little bit earlier in the morning, whatever it is. So the question remains, are you minding your business? 
Are you minding your business by enforcing healthy boundaries in your life and not being guilty when people cross those boundaries and you have to check them? Okay, in the words of Sheree Whitfield, who gonna check me, boo? Okay, mind your business. Are you minding your business by drinking your water? Because your health is your wealth. Are you in conditions to take care of yourself and those around you? So are you exercising? Even if you're not exercising, are you getting up and moving your body around? Are you stretching? Friends, are you stretching? That's minding your business. Now, (laughs) I'm saying that, but let me talk to myself. Kira, you need to stretch, okay? (laughs) I used to do these little bed stretches. Y'all need to Google it because, you know, I went to Google International University and I have a PhD from them. So, in the in the Bible of Google, it tells you different morning stretches and nighttime stretches that you can do from your body because it's all about moving your body. Get like move your body. Y'all heard Beyonce. <laughs> Y'all heard King Queen Bay. Move your body. Okay, that is a part of minding your business. Okay, so questions still remain: Are you minding? your business and most importantly are you minding the business that pays you yeah I know y'all still ain't showing it up showing up to these folks jobs late (laughs) y'all still doing that I know y'all ain't in the office telling people what they what you not gonna do but you still want your check I just know that I know y'all not out here still calling out every payday we're not doing that we not we are not okay I hope you are not and if you are yes I'm talking to you you need to stop go mind your business okay mind your business now who now that I got that out the way because y'all know half the time I be talking to myself but this week I've been good I told you I'm feeling all grandiose and everything okay okay uh, focus we're here okay I'm back so I promised you season three Not only am I asking you if you're minding your business, but I promised you that I was going to teach you how to mind your business. It's just like Ayala. And y'all know, Ayala, my auntie, she don't know it yet, but she my auntie. And Ayala always say, beloved, do the work, right? And people like, well, what is the work? Okay, so that's what we're going to do in talking about today, minding your business. I say that a lot and I break it down a little bit for you in the beginning, but two minutes is not enough. I'm giving you the entire episode to really take a deep dive to learn to mind your business. Okay, it is work. It's not something that you can simply do. It has taken me years to learn to mind my business. And there are still some areas of opportunity for me, as I'm sure you're probably thinking there are areas of opportunity for you, which is okay. That is fine. Because as you all know, I enjoy the healing process. I enjoy up at night, snotting, crying, saying, fuck everybody in that really Tyler Perry moment where you're in the shower and you got your music playing and candles going and you do the ugly cry and you slide down the wall. I don't know, something magical in that moment. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's something magical in it. It hurts like hell when you're going through it, but it is so worth it. I think it's beauty there. And, um, This way you can go back and really reflect and uh, I enjoy it because at that point I know that I can make choices, right? 
uh, I've peeled back the, the layer of things to really get to the root of the situation so that I'm able to make better choices. So that's what we're going to teach you today, how to make better choices and most importantly, how to best mind your business. So always think good, better, best. Don't let it rest until your good is better and your better is best. Yes, I said better until your better is best. Okay, so today we're going to teach you how best to mind your business. Okay, now, (laughs) y'all know I don't have all the answers. If you're looking at me to have all the answers, you're looking at the wrong place. I told you, you need to go ahead and enroll in the Google International Campus uh, online course. Okay, but in this case, today, (laughs) I got a friend, okay, that is going to teach us how to mind our business. And we're going to need her expertise. As a matter of fact, she recently did a PSA. And I want you all to just listen very closely to her PSA. And then I'm going to tell you a little bit more about our friend. So here goes. Peace and blessings, family, going rising to you. Mind your motherfucking business. That's it. I I didn't want nothing. I didn't want to come and give you nothing super motivational or enlightening or inspirational other than just mind your motherfucking business. Mind your business. Mind your motherfucking business. If you don't do anything else today, please mind your motherfucking business. Mind your motherfucking business. One more time for the people in the back. Mind your motherfucking business. I love you. Did y'all hear that? (laughs) And wrapped it with a bow. I love you. (laughs) (laughs) ladies and gentlemen who you just heard was christian aka to you okay new friends y'all gotta call her dim chakras let me tell you about dim chakras okay dim chakras came across my interwebs because y'all know i be all on the internet okay and i was like okay who is this getting us together on the interweb because you know i be trying to be all deep and stuff and i'm like oh i like chakras and crystals and all the other stuff but i don't really be knowing stuff and i know that but you know every now and then I burned a little sage and some Palo Santo. So one time she was like, do you know you're supposed to open up your window? She posted it. She wasn't talking to me, but in my head she was. She was like, do you know you're supposed to open up your windows and your doors? I went right to her uh, DM. I said, "Uh, sis, no, I didn't know, but now I am. So now I got my kids because I've been in here smoking the kids out with the sage. Okay. (laughs) They like, ma, stop it. So now I open up the doors and windows because you got to let that stuff out of your house. See, I didn't know that. That's why you got to have friends in places that can get you together and get you on track. So then she has a podcast. Just know in just a moment, we want to tell you all about it so you can go and listen to it. I listened to her podcast about sex magic. I said, oh, my God. And, you know, I love to take copious notes. So I was taking copious notes. And by the end of the episode, I just knew I ain't fucking with it. Okay. So I said, let me leave that alone okay but over the course of this year uh we have become closer and I'm often in her dms and messages and even sometimes on the internet through the video call like sis 
I need your help. Okay, so she has helped me with a lot of things, even my little Casper that I got in my house. Y'all, I got somebody that live here that ain't paying rent. He gots to go. He or she or it has got to go. But they've been nice. They was in here breaking stuff. But anyway, I ain't going to get into all that. I know y'all wondering what it is. See, that's why you need to be on my IG stories because you would know. Go ahead on over there to the Internet and follow me on Instagram. But anyway, mm-hmm. I want y'all to meet my friend who is going to teach us how to mind our business you heard her PSA and just know from what I've seen behind the microphone and behind the camera when we're not online and the things that's put out there sis minds her business so I said I need an expert to teach us how to mind our business so friends Friends, 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 go ahead and clink your drink one time for our new friend, Christian, a.k.a. Them Shockers. Hey, friend. Hey. Hey, beautiful. How are you? I'm fantastic. Fantastic. Yes. Yes. So tell the people a little bit about who you are. Who tell? Um, Well, first off, peace and blessings family over here at the Moms and Martinis pod. Um, if nobody has told you today, please let me be the first to say that I like you and I love you. Yes, you. I like you and I love you without ever knowing you. I am here to educate, enlighten, and entertain on these here interwebs, whether it be on Instagram, D-E-M-C-H-A-K-R-A-S, uh, whether it be through self-care, teaching you guys about body care and love. Follow me. Uh, follow the website, D-E-M-C-H-A-K-R-A-S.com, where you can purchase your chakra body care because I know y'all niggas is ashy. Um, I just, I just be living my life. I really just, I live my life the best way I know how, minding my business. It, it really ain't too much to me. I'm very cut and dry, meat and potatoes. I'm here to nourish you in the ways that I nourish you and to get you together in the ways that I get myself together because I get on my own damn nerves. So that's really what I'm here for. I'm just here to educate, enlighten, and to love up on people who need a little bit of love because I know that it's hard, especially this damn year. This year has been hard. But in talking to Kira and talking to just people in general, my ultimate goal, I'm not a life coach. Let's make that clear now. I am not a life coach. Please do not come at my DMs like, how much do I charge an hour? Because I'm going to give y'all OnlyFans prices. So don't, let's not do that. Um, but I'm just here. I'm here on Instagram. I'm here to be a liaison to a certain type of lifestyle, if that makes sense. So that that's really all I am. Well, you are so much more than that, but that's what we'll take for <laughs> right now. And at the end of the episode, I'm sure many people will see just how much more of that you are. Um, And as we get into the episode, there's, um, uh, I guess the cornerstone or the, the branding for dim chakras is all about the righteous ratchets, ratchets, Mm. right? Story of my life. (laughs) 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 So I was like, when I saw that, I said, Oh, this is just so very relevant to who I am because I think, um, when you meet people that are, I guess, spiritually connected and really take these very deep introspective thoughts about life and self and all these things that people tend to associate it with a certain image or a certain life and thinking it's supposed to be a certain way or look a certain way, you know what I mean? When really that's not it, (laughs) you know? So to bring the righteous ratchet, I'm just like, I'm here for it because- 
in the morning, I can go to the boardroom and I can talk to senior level execs. I can come home and take my kids and be the soccer mom and pack the lunches up. Then I can go out. And as everybody know, my favorite pastime is to do ball headed hoe shit. Cause I like to do mm-hmm. ratchet shit with classy people. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's no telling what you are going to get <laughs> when you see I'm for real. People be like, what just happened? Pay attention. That's all I can say. Pay attention. Shit went down. But is you in my business? That's the thing. Are you in my... You over here when you should be over there. Don't worry about what happened. You was here to witness it. Some good stuff went down. And now it's a a memory for you. I gave you something great. Take that and be great with that. Exactly. But don't don't be in my business. business. (laughs) Somebody was like, I'm trying to figure you out. I said, don't. (laughs) Don't. Don't. You're going to kill yourself. Trying to figure out what's going on with me. And that is a part of minding somebody else's business. Don't try to figure me out. Mm -hmm. And that's going to be a part of what we're talking about today. So today we are going to start in just having um, Christian just really share with us about the work that she does. As she stated, she's not a life coach. However, there are some guiding principles that she's able to offer us insight into. And it's up to you to do the work. So do your own research and looking at your life and analyzing your life to figure out how these guiding principles can be applied right so this is not a prescriptive thing to say do these things these are just saying based on our experience and based upon her knowledge and my knowledge these things have been helpful to us so she's going to give us that and really explain what it means as far as the chakras because I know honey everybody now got plants and crystals and chakras in their house you know Mm -hmm. what I'm saying I done seen it y'all you know but anyway I'm not gonna throw no shade but that was some shade but anyway but you are going to talk about um and just the explaining of the chakras and why they are so important and most importantly we're going to explain how and why this is so important when it comes to minding your business so being on target so how do you pay attention to those things intuitively to know when you need to stop and read think what's going on and oftentimes um our body and our mind and our gut intuition whatever it is you're going to call us uh call it tells you when you need to stop so we're going to talk about slowing down and identifying those things uh when it's time for you to realign there we're also going to take a deep dive into just those caution moments so think about it as a, a traffic light sometimes you get the yellow light and you know you need to slow down and stop okay you're just not gonna make it okay and sometimes Sometimes you get the yellow light and you right there in enough timing that you can just push it through and you on green, you ready to go. But it takes a skilled driver (laughs) to know when to um, stop and when they can speed up and when they can even cruise through, especially if you're in a city with them traffic cams, baby, you got to know what you're Mm -hmm. doing. Okay. (laughs) You have to know what it is you're doing. So we're going to take that concept and really apply it to minding your business. So when do you need to slow down and when can you press the gas? And in that case, how do you know when you are living your life wholeheartedly and really minding your business? The last thing that um, Christian is going to talk to us about is just self-care. We know we hear that a lot. I think the market has been over saturated um, with the term self-care and people idea self-care so that's why I start every episode with are you minding your business just talking about just those small things stretching drinking your water are you setting healthy boundaries are you making sure that you're caring for your finances all of those things going to self-care self-care is not always a bubble bath 
Like that's mm-hmm. that's good. But in addition to you soothing your body, which is a, a, a expression of love, right? With them chakras, uh, body care. But anyway, <laughs> we'll talk about that too. <laughs> but in addition to that, while you are creating that that sacred space to do that what are you doing internally to aid that because oftentimes people place band-aids on the outside or they give the appearance on the outside that things are good but their inside is corrupt you know so that's what we mean by mind your business get your spirit together okay yeah all right (laughs) so without further ado tell us a little bit about um the work that you do and not necessarily for other people, but for yourself in terms of spirituality. And um, I know you said that you've been doing some light work, some shadow work. Like, what does all of that mean? Yeah. Um, so when I first started my spiritual journey, I was, how old was I when I had my son? I have a four-year-old son. So I'm 27. I was like 22 at the time. I was pregnant and my baby father was getting on my nerves. And at the time, my mom was going through some things. My dad was just diagnosed with some kind of like breathing disorder. My one, I call her my best friend, who's actually my great aunt, was diagnosed with multiple sclerosis. And this was all within the same year of each other. And I had my son and then I had um, I had gotten postpartum depression. And before this, I was a very, like, I used to put everything on Facebook. I used to, I used to have a lot of acquaintances that I would call friends. I used to spend a lot of time, like, outside of my home. I used to just, you, I used to kind of be, like, in and out of my car. So my car was just used for transportation. And everything in my life, I almost felt like, not even that I was taken for granted, but that it was just something that I just had to do. Everything just kind of seemed like a responsibility or a mandate. And I thought about the fact as though I didn't even like myself in any of this. I didn't like myself in any role that I played, but overall on top of all of that, what really dawned on me was that I looked at my son one day and I said, if I was to kill myself, mm. I have to leave him with these people. And that really fucked me up because I thought about the fact that one, the people that I was surrounding myself with were not really all that positive of people but two that I had gotten to the point where I wanted to hurt myself and why is it that I have so much I have accomplished so much in my life like even in my younger years I've accomplished so much in my life how did I get to the point where I wanted to take myself out completely and then I was like all right well I need to I need to get this together I need to figure this out and everybody I feel like needs a mentor and whether it it be somebody you know personally that you're speaking to often or whether it be that you just shift your paradigm and you start following different people so of course social media was a thing I got on Instagram And long story short, I ended up coming across eight different people at one time. And it's crazy how spirit works. I came across eight different people at one time. One woman started a whole process for me to get my mind right. So I followed Ajna Isara on Instagram. And on top of that, I followed seven other people. And these people are from all walks of life. I'm talking about people with tattoos all over their face, uh, hardcore Muslim. Like I'm talking about Minister Farrakhan, hardcore Muslim, uh, a Baptist, uh, two vegan twins. Like it, it's these group of people. And they had an event in D.C. called the Shifters event. And I went and I took my my son's father and I took my homegirl at the time, who was actually my sister wife. Y'all can go listen to that episode. It'll make sense when you listen to it uh we went to this event and I sat there and at that moment it clicked for me that I didn't even like who I was anymore not because these people were so inspirational that I was like I want to be like them but I was just like 
I'm here and I received this message and everything about this is making me uncomfortable. So then I went home and I said, well, what outside of journaling can I do to get myself together? Because a therapist was going to cost too much. So I started doing something called shadow work. And shadow work is literally when you sit back and you think about everything that's happened in your life that causes you to still act the way that you do today in the childish way that you used to act, if that makes sense. So the point in your life before you matured, that is the shadow work. That is, that's the time that you're trying to tune into. So I tapped into this side of me and I realized that not only was I depressed, I was chronically depressed. I was diagnosed with depression. I was on four different medications. I was suicidal, but I was also clingy. I was also irritating. I was also very codependent. I was also very gullible and I was also very ignorant. And when I say ignorant, I mean, education wise, although I know a lot, I was very ignorant to life. And journaling wasn't enough. I couldn't write this stuff down because even in journaling, I still had the ability to lie to myself because if I was strong enough to write it down on paper, then I felt like then it must be true because if anybody else comes across these words, then they're going to believe them. But I didn't want to leave a legacy in the event that, again, if in the event that I did hurt myself, I didn't want to leave a legacy of lies. So I said, all right, well, journaling ain't working. So I sat down and for the first time in my life, I tried to meditate and I almost threw up. That is how hard everything had hit me at one time. I cried so hard and I was in my car. When we when I started my shadow work process, I lived in a one bedroom apartment and I had no space to myself. There was not a room that I could go to in that, that house that would not only give me peace, but that would give me enough time to have silence in order to obtain my sanity. I didn't have any of that. Mm-hmm. So I had to go sit in my car. So I'm sitting in my car. And I yelled so loud that somebody looked out their window and I was pulling my hair out by the root. I had a patch missing from my head. That's how hard I was going to the point where I cried myself. You know how you get um, so overwhelmed that you you start to make yourself sick, you start hyperventilating. Mm -hmm. And after that, I threw up. And that's when I noticed that this was way deeper than what I was than the surface level that I was observing it at. So I said, I got to dig deeper into myself and deal with this. So I started with the depression and then I dealt with the anxiety and then I dealt with the paranoia. And then I just started asking people out my life. It was so easy after that. When I realized that this wasn't just me, it was the fact as though I was giving too much of myself to people and I had exhausted all of my means of self, that it just wasn't working for me. And ever since that time, I have tapped into different parts of me as I continue to grow. Because there are parts of you that you don't really see, you know, very often you see parts of you in any role that you play. Like I said, I'm a mother, I'm a daughter, I'm a sister, I'm a partner, you know, to a great man. However, it's outside of those roles. Am I satisfied with me? So I was, I still wasn't satisfied because I had exited people out of the picture. I had broken with my son's father. I'm like, fuck him. You know, he, I don't, he, he had cheated for about eight years. I'm just like, I can't do this no more. My mom was going through everything that she was going through and she had some narcissistic tendencies. So at one point I wasn't speaking to her. At one point I wasn't speaking to my father. I'm talking about at one point I wasn't even speaking to my best friend. Like I had Mm -hmm. exed everybody out of the picture because I needed to be alone. And I realized that it wasn't just them exhausting me. It was because I had given them the opportunity to do so. Mm-hmm. So anytime that I am a vessel that people can take from, people are going to de- to deplete you until you tell them that you have nothing left to give. Well, if you silent about it, they don't know that you're running on E, nor do they care because they got their own stuff going on. I finally got myself together. 
And one day I was sitting in my car and I said, I'm tired of talking to myself. And I said, I'm going to start this process of creating Instagram videos to hold me accountable. I didn't expect for anybody to listen. I didn't expect for anybody to, to tap in or tune in. I was just making these videos because they were checkpoints for me. If you scroll all the way back down to the bottom of them chakras, I started off as multi-talented melanin. And I, like I said, I was about 22 at the time. And I wanted to be your tour guide through your 20 somethings, because I knew that my 20 year old experience was not a 20 year old experience that these older people was promising me. They told me, you know, if mm-hmm. I went and got a degree and, you know, found a man and settled down, everything was going to be good. No, why would y'all lie to me like that? This, <laughs> this is horrible. I wasn't, my bank account was like negative, like 700 some odd dollars. I had a $400 car payment. I, I was going through it at work, working with some racists. Like it was, it was, and I'm just like, you know, everything's fine. Mm-hmm. Everything's cool. And when I started doing that, I, I started to talk to myself people started to like the videos and I'm like, what the hell? How are y'all finding me? Cause I wasn't promoting (laughs) this at all. It's like, how the hell are y'all finding this? And people were DMing me like, you know, girl, I feel the same way. And it's like, you get me. And I'm just like, well, shit, come on, let's struggle together. (laughs) So then I I had switched to Christian Brianna and I had kind of taken it because my aunt had told me, and my aunt is, I think my aunt Jennifer, one of my very best friends is like 42. And she was like, I don't, I don't know if I, cause I had started wearing merch and she's like, I don't know if I can wear that tour guides through my 20 something because I'm way past my twenties, but I'm still, you know, I'm still messed up. And I was like, all right, well, let me, let me change the, you know, the, the wording a little bit and see if I can get people to, to catch on. And then it went from there. And then I realized that Christian and Brianna was just too much because y'all was still, it was still too much of me that I was offering. So I was like, well, I need to create not necessarily like an alter ego, but I need these people to, to know me as something other than myself because I don't need y'all in my business. So then I decided to come up with them chakras because I started to realize that there was something in me. I've always been a very intuitive child, always nosy. And my mother's answer to everything was go look it up. And I want you to bring back the answer to me. Even if my mother didn't know, she it was a way for me to educate her, but it was also a way for me to educate myself. And my mm-hmm. mother's biggest thing is in the event that I'm dead and gone, I don't want anybody teaching you anything. Mm-hmm. Like you figure this out for yourself. You be able to be the liaison, to be the teacher, to be the professor for people because you're integral. That's one thing my mother always tells me, like you're too honest. I, I didn't dealt with some drug dealers. I didn't been up in the crack houses. I didn't, you feel me? I didn't mm-hmm. told a couple guns for a few niggas, but I've never stepped outside of myself in that. Like I, you can only put, push me to a certain point, even mm-hmm. in being gullible, even in being this innocent girl, you can only push me to a certain point because fear was getting in the way. I was afraid of being locked up. I was afraid of being shot at. So like, yeah, I'm a ride with you, but I can't same. die with you. So, same. you know, you know, so in, in all of that, my mom was just like, you know, even in all of the crazy shit that you've ever done, the one thing that you've done is stay true to yourself. So I got online one day, literally out the random. And I said, what is the reason that something is wrong with me? And it started going through all of these medical things. And I got to a, a I think I got to a, a article or something that says something about chakras and the alignment. And I was like, what the hell is a chakra? <laughs> and I looked it up and I said, oh, it's it, so there's over 3000. There's so many chakras, mm-hmm. but there's a main seven that goes from the really, it starts from the really your ass, like the, the backbone, your tailbone, all the way up to literally the base of your, the back of your spine, really to your brain to the crown of your head, actually. And I said, oh, I know I got to tap into this. I got to figure out what's going on with this because mm-hmm. this this sound too real. This is 
this cooking too hard for me. And the more books I read and the more intuitive I became in regards to this, I started going to my mom and I started going to my friends and I started posting these, you know, these things online. And I was like, this don't work for me to just be this peaceful person. I started wearing head wraps and skirts and whatnot. That just wasn't me. I still wanted to drink tequila and shoot it, nigga. So I was just like, this is, I, you know, I need, I need, I need to switch it up a little bit. And I was sitting home one day and I was, it was like January of last year. And I was like, them chakras. I don't know where it came from. I was just like, this is going to be the thing going forward. And I was talking to, we both know BJ from Change the Subject and BJ has become my mentor. Mm -hmm. And that is my brother who I love dearly. And he Mm -hmm. was just like, sis, what you're doing on Instagram needs to be heard at a different level. Mm -hmm. And I was dealing with one of these podcast niggas at the time slide my coochie across them and he was just like you know babe we can get you started we can get get you everything you need and I was just like all right you feel me what it is so I started um doing best friends talking shit with my best friend and then people kind of wanted to hear the the ratchet part of that and the righteous part of me and I was like oh I could put that on like a podcast on my own and figure out what to do with that and again slide my coochie across this nigga talking to him pillow talking one night he was like yeah I could I could set you up with like everything you need Y'all, that ain't work. I mean, the podcast work, but he ain't work. That's a different story for a different day. But now I'm here. Now I'm here. We about almost 2,000 family members deep because I don't refer to people on Instagram as like followers. Mm-hmm. You guys are my tribe who I love and who I like and who I enjoy so much. A lot of y'all got my personal phone number. Like we've become close. Mm-hmm. And Instagram has more so been like the, the starting point of things. But the podcast is really where you get everything mm-hmm. because the ultimate goal is to enlighten you entertain you at the same time people people don't read anymore Mm -hmm. that's not enough for people so you can't just give people a book or give them any type of like you know literal work and be like you know read this and do whatever I'm asking you to do and they're like I don't do that shit bitch I don't can't read third level you know third level reading level help me so I just right (laughs) I came up with the podcast and I came up with different things that I felt like would would adapt to other people but they work for me mm-hmm. Be- when so many people started to like the post and so many people started to tune in I realized that this was way deeper than myself mm-hmm. and that's when I realized that this was my purpose in life my purpose in life was to love and to be a light in the darkness that is the world it's very tiresome it's very yeah stressful at times and it's very straining because you want to take a break but even in me growing I show the ugly parts of myself. Like mm-hmm. Instagram has seen me cry. The podcast has heard me lose my motherfucking mind. Like it, there's no hiding any of this because what for, you know, if you mm-hmm. tell your story, then there's no secret to be told. And I don't need anybody talking about me behind my back because no matter how much I mind my business, there are always going to be somebody else in your business. Yeah. The thing is, is that you could run to whomever you want to run to in the event that it gets back to me. What am I lying for? Mm-hmm. I did it. Mm-hmm. You know, I did it and I'm a living my truth. And I think that that's what a lot of people miss in dealing with my chakras. The one thing that I didn't want was for me to only apply the, the book to me, you know, so any book mm-hmm. that I've ever read about chakras, any article, any, you know, Reiki or Reiki that I've ever gone to, although they are able to explain it to me in a way that I understand based on, you know, my education level in my spirituality, 
it's not enough to come back to people, you know, on my Instagram and be like, your root chakra is this, and it's associated with this color and this developmental stage. It's not enough. There has to be a way, like I said, in order to relate. So that's when I started telling people like, you know, you can't keep drinking tequila and chicken wings all the time. (laughs) And then you feel me, try to understand why your gut fucked up and then why you making bad decisions. It all runs together because you're poisoning yourself consistently. You're not drinking water. You're not taking time for yourself. You haven't tapped into these different things. That's why you're constipated. That's why you have yeast infections. That's why you have erectile dysfunction. That's why you have headaches. That's why your edges is not growing back. You know, Mm -hmm. that's why you can't focus because you're doing so many other things. And there's a chakra that aligns with each of those things. So what I decided was I picked daily drama in people's lives, you know, stuff that everybody's talking about. And we align it that way. So people who have mommy and daddy issues, more than likely, it's something to do with your root chakra. Mm -hmm. The fact is, you feel like you're so detached from the world. Nobody understands me. I'm so lost. I I, I can't figure out whether I'm coming or going. Something's wrong with your root chakra. Mm -hmm. If somebody tells me that they're taking one poop a day, like if you're only shitting once a day, something's wrong with your root chakra. Mm -hmm. It's those things. If you feel like you're having pain in your feet all the time, but you're not on your feet often, something's wrong with your root chakra. If you're telling me that you're getting headaches, something's wrong with your third eye. You've opened it at one point. People start meditating with no idea what meditation is and then be wondering why their dreams fucked up, Mm -hmm. why your dreams are so vivid, why it seems like you're having deja vu often. Stop opening portals to, to shit. And Mm -hmm. you don't know what you're doing with it. So you've opened your third eye through this meditation that you thought that you were doing. You've tapped into a part of you. And now you, you figured out that, you know, there's something going on with you, but you haven't addressed it. Your dreams real vivid. And then all of a sudden, all that shit stops and you having nightmares and headaches. Now your third eye is fucked up. You having chest pains. You feel like, you know, I'm eating okay, but you know, every now and then I just feel like I got like acid reflux or something like something that's just building up in here and it doesn't really feel good. The first thing I asked, well, when when was the last time you talked to yourself and told you that you loved you? Mm -hmm. When was the last time, you know, you, you hugged somebody from the front, not that church hug from the side. When was the last time you hugged somebody from the front? How much of you are you giving to people? If the first thing that my homegirl, my homegirl the other day was telling me, she was like, oh, and personal she don't mind me sharing but she was just like girl I went and got a wax the other day and my coochie lips swole up and the first thing I told her I said well did you wait 24 hours before you had sexual intercourse she said no and then I said well then well who did you sleep with and in the conversation it was somebody you know she hadn't been dealing with you know for very long and I've seen some fuckboy tendencies in them I said more than likely what you did was fucked up your sacral chakra and your pussy lips swole up because you ain't had no business fucking on them anyway it's those things right I have been able to enlighten and educate people in ways that they never thought was possible because they didn't think that it applied to them. Spirituality, of course, is not for the faint of heart, but you also don't have to be, you know, Gandhi in order to get there. You don't have to be Mother Teresa. Like I said, I twerk on tables. I talk to, I cuss people out all day long. Hey, My throat chakra very day. active. <laughs> all day. All day. All day. <laughs> I drop so many F-bombs all day. I'm at work telling people to shut the hell up. Like I... One thing you're not going to do is play with me because the minute that you start playing with me, I start playing with myself. Anytime that I, that I allow you to do something to me, that is going to shift me from where I already am in life. Mm-hmm. You got me fucked up. Mm-hmm. And that means that I now have me fucked up because I'm allowing you to have me fucked up. And that's not what we do here. Exactly. It all boils down to that. I have taught people quickly 
actually, how quick it is to change your thought process when you look at things from at your level. Stop Mm -hmm. thinking that you got to be somewhere else, you know, in order to deal with your chakras, in order to step away from Christianity, if that's what you choose to do. The guilt that you're feeling behind so many things. All it takes is for you to say, I'm sick of this shit and to implement Mm -hmm. change. And you'd be surprised at what happens and what opens up. When you start dealing with your chakras, I'm telling you, it, it don't take 40 books. It don't take 70 crystals. It don't take a healing bath or a healing shower. It takes for you to say, I'm sick of dealing with this. This is what I'm dealing with in my life physically. Mm-hmm. How is this affecting me spiritually? Is mm-hmm. everything equate? People don't understand. Math is not my strongest subject. English is. But when I found a way to make words equal things, like my girl Queen Poison says, words mean things. When I found ways for words to equal my experiences, it made a huge difference. And I was able to tie that in with my chakras. Baby, the equation that came from that, it ain't, you can't play with me at any level of my life now because I know me so well. Yeah. And when you know you, it's a certain level of confidence that you walk with. It's never cocky, but people who are not yet on your level or anywhere near your level, or you can't send the yeah. elevator down for They're going to feel like Mm -hmm. you you overstepping, you know, you're doing too much. Oh, she thinks that she's better than somebody. Mm -hmm. Baby, I'm most definitely better than you because you still over here doing the same shit Mm -hmm. that you've been doing, not aligning with self. It's not about aligning with your higher power. You are your higher power. Mm -hmm. There is a greater part of you. You have a greater value to you right now. Everything you're doing is generic. Get on brand. Get on brand with you and you're going to see a huge difference in everything that you do and how you experience self. And the first thing is minding your damn business. Get alone first. Get alone first so that you can get along with everybody else. You've got to be by yourself. You have to. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, gems and gem X, (laughs) binary persons, people, group, y'all, y'all, y'all. I told you now I told you to get a drink and you didn't okay now now you see why I told you to get a drink I told you and you might as well get a pen and paper okay because you need to be taking copious notes okay at this point (laughs) did y'all not get y'all life if you did not I don't know what you listened to maybe you tuned out you need to stop go back to restart and listen to it again. So I've been taking copious notes. And let me tell you something. Okay, let me give you the Cliff's notes. <laughs> First question of the day. <clears throat> Do you like yourself? Period. <laughs> Second question of the day. What makes you uncomfortable? Not outside, but within yourself. Okay. Yeah. All right. Next things. Uh, y'all know my favorite words. Boundaries. What's my favorite <laughs> word? Boundaries. Why you got to say it like that? <laughs> boundaries. Okay respect my boundaries so setting healthy boundaries for yourself and speaking up for yourself it is okay to do that okay and then the other thing that we want to make sure we're doing is getting on brand making sure that you are minding your business now one thing I do want to say shout out to Queen Poison and shout out to BJ okay okay hey (laughs) y'all good peoples okay very very good peoples but you said so many things that I think Everyone needs to know. I'm a huge advocate for mentors. I have a a board of mentors that teach me in a lot of different ways. And it's okay. At first, I used to be embarrassed to have so many mentors. But now, I probably have seven, eight of them. 
And if it's somebody you else need I need, <laughs> I get somebody else. And what that also does and what people need to realize, it allows you to um, kind of spread out the need because sometimes people put so much on one individual to be everything. Mm-hmm. So you need to have that diversity in having um, a, a, a number of people to offer you different perspectives. It allows you to be more empathetic. It allows you to be a better uh, strategic thinker. It allows you to be a better critical thinker. So you really do want mm-hmm. to get, have more than one mentor. And it allows you the opportunity to gain feedback because people see you in different lives, uh, in different ways, and different lenses. So you're able to get that feedback from the lenses. So, and you need the reflection. Mm-hmm. You need that. Understand that there are so many parts of you that you don't see in the mirror. Like I mm-hmm. see one part of me. Mm-hmm. When I look at my physical self, but internally, that is what I have so many mentors for. I have a mentor that solely teaches me certain drinks to drink. Like that's what they're here for. Like I got a friend who bartends. BJ is here for, you know, audio equipment because I podcast, because I do so many different things. Mm -hmm. I have so many mentors within the spiritual, you know, portions of my life because I wanted to walk away from Christianity. However, there are certain parts of Christianity that apply Mm -hmm. to me. I have pastors in my family. So I go to them that you understand that the reflection that you see back in the mirror is one version of you. If you can tap in with honestly like six, seven different people that all do different things and that you find attractive. And when I say you find it attractive, that means you find it appealing. The first time that you come across them, because first impressions apparently mean everything weirdos. Um, (laughs) I think that it's important that if it is appealing to you in the beginning, again, it's that shadow work and that's light shadow work. You look at yourself and say, why do I like this so much? Mm Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? And if it ever gets to a point where you're like, no, I really like this, then you, one, you might want to deal with it because it might not be too good. Like, for instance, if you see somebody doing heroin on the street and they lean in and you kind of like, I like this, don't, don't get a heroin <laughs> addict as a mentor. I know that's extreme, but think about that. But if you see somebody stripping, like you go to a strip club, you see somebody climbing a pole, I mean, and she is killing it and there's the elegance about her and you like, yo, her body is phenomenal. Then maybe you want to get into pole dancing and that's not to say you got to go out here and bust it down for some ones but again that might be a part of you that at one point you told yourself was inappropriate mm-hmm. you know maybe you saw on youtube and you see somebody twerking and you like yo her body banging i'm trying to get like that but you would never twerk in public but that's something that you like get on that don't deny yourself the right to enjoy ratchet things mm-hmm. that is still very much a part of you like i said i eat chicken wings i like nine millimeters i like tequila i i don't really like wearing weave but i like me a good you know braid i love a good weave on somebody else i like women like listen Listen, uh, ain't nothing wrong <laughs> with all, all the facets of yourself. When you accept you, and mm-hmm. this is something that I feel like children should be learning. I think we'd be way past the developmental stage sometimes. When you learn to love every part of you, you learn to be less apologetic about that. Mm-hmm. A lot of people want to apologize for who they are, mm-hmm. but they don't have a problem with it. Like the first thing they say is, you know, I'm sorry, but this is who I am. I'm not apologizing for that. Fuck you. I, I love me. Not if somebody all. had a problem with me holding a woman's hand, and I'm I'm not saying that I solely date women, not that that would be a problem, but I'm saying if I'm out with a woman and I find a woman attractive and my homegirl like, oh my God, like why are you stepping to her? Um, Because I think she fine. Like I want to talk to her. If you see me out twerking on the table, oh my gosh, you're such a big girl. The table's reinforced and I got money in case <laughs> they break. Like mind you, you see what I'm saying? That, learn to love 
every part, especially the wretched parts. Do not deny yourself the right to enjoy those parts. There's nothing wrong with that part of you. There is not, again, nothing. there is nothing wrong with you. One more time for the people in the back, baby, there is nothing wrong with you. Enjoy every aspect of yourself. If it's not hurting you or hurting anybody else, baby, do it. Yes. Do it. Yes. I'm here for it. And you know, I like to live out loud. I live yes. my life. I be having a good old time. You hear me? A good. I told you I'm getting ready to come down there and sit down with you because you be showing off. Like recently, I said, "Oh, she's showing off." I'm trying to show off with her. I just be doing my thing, and normally, um, I'm just starting to do it publicly because Mm -hmm. I think depending on the spaces I I'm in, people just know me one particular way. So Mm -hmm. when they see me in other lights, it's so shocking because of how vastly different it is. And I'm just thankful for the ability to be able to maneuver in different spaces. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Without, without the need to code switch. That is exactly. I'm still myself. I got to big up you for a second because the one thing that I've seen overall is that you have been you. You have been mm-hmm. on brand with you this entire time. I've seen you in the the working aspect of your life. I've seen you in the parent aspect of your life. I've seen you on Instagram doing ball head ho shit. But each and every hey. time, I know that that's you. Like mm-hmm. I can't. I'm not like oh that you know your your energy has never come off as oh she fronting or you know like she doing a little too much. It's never a code switch. Who you are in front of that camera, in front of those executives is very much you, but that's the part of you that needs to be shown at that point. Mm-hmm. See, code switching, when it's not a part of you at all. You've just learned to create the facade. No, I'm very much a professional person. I will just beat you smooth the fuck up if I got to meet you out in the parking lot afterward. You Nuck if you buck. That's who you are. And that's you why buck. I appreciate you. You people, you be unapologetically. I just had to big up you for a second on your Thank platform. You. Make sure y'all go ahead. Follow her mom and Martinez Plus. Stop playing with her. Please do. I'm trying to tell people the soundtrack in my head is Nuck If You Buck. And it, it shows yes. up in different ways. So even if I'm mm-hmm. in the boardroom, it's still Nuck If You Buck. If somebody says something, yep. I just know how to put it in senior language. I know how yep. to speak corporate. So is that mm-hmm. is that what we're doing? Mm-hmm. I'm sorry I missed that I'm famous yep. for a corporate clapback you know what I mean mm-hmm. so because I'm yep. not going to allow certain things like you say I have my boundaries and I'm going to do that and I'm going to show up and I'm going to be authentic I know how to do that professionally and I also know how to do that <laughs> in real life like knuck if you book and you know and I think sometimes people um they're a little bit confused with that Mm -hmm. and it's like you say it's not me not being myself I'm already I'm authentically myself (laughs) you know what I'm saying all the times I just know which part of me to show up because you know why I mind my business (laughs) that is the art the art of minding your business is it's such a joy. When you finally mind your business, y'all will be surprised how many blessings open up. Because y'all be waiting for your blessing season and it ain't never going to come because you in somebody else's business during their blessing season or during their time of turmoil to the point where you can't even see the opportunities mm-hmm. that's coming past you because your peripheral fucked up. You blind in one eye. Mm-hmm. Yes, 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 yes. So we're going to take a quick break. And when we come back from the break, I want to talk about just that. Right. So how do you mind your business? We talked about chakras being in the line, being your authentic self. And I I know I say that I probably need to do some 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 more work in bringing it to the people on what it means to live authentically, you know, what it means to be authentic. 
authentic. And a lot of that is going to begin with this, right? Aligning with your chakras. And I know people say, oh, well, I'm not, you know, into that type of thing or whatever it is. But once you get the firm understanding of it, um, just again, those basic principles can be applied to anything. So I want us to talk through just you know when you need to stop and you know recalibrate things and I know that you're doing a lot of talk this season on your podcast about the root chakra right so that grounding how do you really do that to to that's like the basis from my understanding you can help us that really puts everything else into perspective uh, so it keeps you grounded Um, and then we're going to also talk about you know, when you may be on track, but you can be distracted. And I know I'd be distracted. That's why oftentimes y'all hear me say focus because, you know, and I believe and mm-hmm. I saw this somewhere. Focus, follow on course until successful. Like you're, you're doing mm-hmm. too much of something. So you need to focus and figure out what that is, if whether or not you need to stop and slow down and really think about things and go in a new direction or if it's OK for you, just really slow down. And sometimes I have to even tell myself to slow down to smell the roses. Because I get stuck into the work of things and trying to get to the next level that I forget to just be happy and content with what Mm -hmm. is like being present and practice the mindfulness. Um, And then the other thing we'll do is talk about how do you know when your chakras are in line? How do you know Mm -hmm. when you're on purpose? That's been my theme this season, like Kira on purpose. I'm purposefully being myself. I'm on purpose, meaning I'm doing the divine work that I was created to do. Like everything is with intention. I'm not doing or saying anything by happenstance. I'm on purpose doing everything for a particular reason. Um, so we're going to just talk about that um, so that everyone knows how to mind their business. Girl, honey, this gonna, y'all, y'all just know how to get y'all drinks, honey, because we talking. Okay, school is in <laughs> session. So let's take a quick break and we come back. Let's break down these chakras so y'all know how to mind y'all business. Like what you hear so far? Make sure you never miss a show by clicking the subscribe button now. This podcast is made possible by listeners like you. Thank you for your support. Now, back to the show. All right. So how do we help the people? How do people know if they're, well, first off, two things. One, because Mm -hmm. we talked about it earlier, what is the root chakra? And secondly, how does a person know, like, I need to stop and something is off? Um, and there's some work for me to do. So your root chakra is your first chakra. So it, when you pull up a chakra or a chakra chart, and you can find it on Google, literally just type in chakra, C-H-A-K-R-A or S, chakras. It'll show you that at the bottom, your very first chakra is your root chakra, which is uh, represented by the color red. And I think that even when you were talking to me about the symbolism that you found, I I would have never gone the route of a stoplight. But I think that that's a beautiful analogy because, again, we want people to understand at their level. You know, let, let's always assume that somebody is ignorant. It's not fair to, but let's always assume because it allows you to, you know, get them to comprehend. Your root chakra is what really gets you together to get any other chakra in alignment. Your root chakra is saying to you that the basis of your life, what you need in order to survive is at your root chakra. That is 
whether it be your financial stability, whether mm-hmm. it be you taking care of yourself and your physiological needs, Maslow's hierarchy of needs, state that you need a roof over your head, you need food in your stomach, you need water in order you know, to be hydrated, and that you need a stable mindset. Those are all the, the basis mm-hmm. of things. It's important that when dealing with your root chakra, or even when you start your your you know, journey into understanding your chakras that at this point, anything about you that makes you uncomfortable, anything about you, again, anything about you, one more time for the people in the back, anything about you that makes you uncomfortable is what you should be looking at. For instance, like for me, I knew that my root chakra was off when I was so focused on money. Mm-hmm. When I, when I really wanted to get to the bag, but it wasn't getting to the bag. It was almost like I was just flat out broke. Like I was treating myself like I was a homeless woman mm-hmm. and it didn't have anything to do with self-care or loving myself. It was just my basic needs, like paying my bills. Like, am I only putting a minimum down on, you know, on these bills because I'm only putting a minimum down or am I only putting a minimum down because I don't have it? Like, that's what mm-hmm. I had to pay attention to when it came down to just overall survival. I didn't like the way that my home looked, you know, I wanted a new couch. I wasn't comfortable in these spaces when it came down to just any role that I had with anybody in my life. I was allowing people to, again, take from me until I had nothing left. And then I didn't have anything left for myself. Physical things, like I said, constipation. I was taking like, and it's personal, but it's true. Taking one dump a day, like you Mm -hmm. should be expelling waste out of you all the time. Every time you should be expelling the, you know, waste that every I want to say every two to three hours, Mm -hmm. I believe is what they, I'm not a doctor. Don't listen to me, but you should be taking at least three to four dumps a day. Mm -hmm. I was also paying attention to the fact as though in my lower area, like the lower area of my body, my legs were certain. Like I was Mm -hmm. pulling Charlie horses. My feet were always cold. It's those indications. So question, what does it mean when you're like hip hurt? Because sometimes like I get a lot of pain in my, my hip. Mm -hmm. So and this is more so a personal question. This isn't even your root chakra. That's your solar plexus. How much sex are you having? Not a lot at all. So how how often are you pleasuring yourself? Probably every other day. <laughs> <laughs> so I, it, that might not be the issue. Any area like regarding your hips, it's a lot of weight that you're bearing there. Mm. So it could be that maybe you've overextended yourself. Maybe you was doing a morning stretch and you've just done too much. Mm-hmm. Or maybe it's literally that you, you're not embracing a certain part of your sexuality, your creativity. There might be something that is, it's you're carrying heavy at that point, you know, in your hips is where you bear children, where mm-hmm. things are created and born in that womb area. So there might be something that either you're just stepping into and mm-hmm. maybe you've overexerted yourself, yeah. or maybe there's something that you're getting ready to step into that you're putting too much thought in and it's time for you to go ahead and give birth to it Mm -hmm. so you might want to look at those parts of you Mm -hmm. um your soul listen your sacral chakra man that that's a whole nother conversation in itself um with your root chakra when trying to open up your root chakra of course meditation i recommend anybody who is just tapping into their root chakra to meditate maybe two to three minutes at a time because you get something called monkey brain Mm -hmm. where you start to meditate you're like damn did i need a stove 
Yeah. What time I got to pick the kids up? Your mind goes there. Right. So I always recommend that when you first start meditating, try to quiet your mind for at least two to three minutes. If, if you can't do it, don't stress yourself out. Don't think, oh my God, I'm not a spiritual person. I'm the devil. Like, you know, I'm not, it's not that. It's just that it takes time. So, you know, start in increments. I think that at most I might meditate for maybe 30 to 45 minutes at a time. Anything over an hour, I'm asleep. I lie to you because my brain's mm-hmm. so quiet, it just shut off. Mm-hmm. Um, also going outside. I know that a lot of people that just, you know, tapping into the idea of going outside barefoot. My friends call me country because I grew up in the county. I grew up in Hartford County, Maryland, which really is like a rural area. It's a suburban area, but it has a lot of farmland. I was outside with no shoes on all the time. I'm swimming in the creek. Mm -hmm. I'm climbing trees with no shoes on. I'm planting grass. I'm playing with dirt as a child. That's one thing I've never had a problem with is, you know, being one with nature. So getting outside, Right now, you know, things are starting to happen in the world where, you know, it's getting colder. So you might not be able to spend so much time outside. So start taking vitamin D. Supplement you being able to get outside with herbs and supplements. So dealing with your root chakra, I always recommend vitamin D is the way to go because, again, that is what you need. Like they say, it's vitamin D is like the happy vitamin. Mm -hmm. It's what keeps you, you know together and in order to keep you together you have to stay grounded anytime that you feel like you're detaching from earth tap into earth if your plants are dying something's wrong with your root chakra if the dirt oh my god yep. don't girl let me yep. tell you honey y'all know i got hospice over here for my plants i love houseplants <laughs> okay i probably have like 30 houseplants and the, the my thing with my plants oh my god i don't jesus i don't had a moment okay <laughs> My houseplants represent me learning to give outside of myself. It slows me down for mm-hmm. a moment to be attentive to other things. So I know people do it for like, I know it's a whole like wave or whatever people doing it, but I've been into it for a long time. Now mm-hmm. I have over 30. That's something new where before I probably had like six, you know, I had a good six mm-hmm. solid six. Now I'm at like over 30. Okay. Um, but I always tell people, I know when I'm doing too much, when my plants start to die, when they start to wilt. Like, I got a plant upstairs today. I'm like, how much more water I need to put in you? And it's finally starting to come back up. But that's when Mm -hmm. I know, okay, Kira, you need to sit down. Like, you are doing team too much because all of your plants are dying. Your oh my root God. chakra is the indication that red light, that root chakra is the indication that you need to stop. Anytime that your root chakra is out of alignment, that lets you know that something in your daily routine is off. Your root chakra, all of your chakras should be in alignment daily, but there are times mm. where we, our human experience gets the best of us. That's fine. But your root chakra is that red light. Stop and analyze the mm-hmm. same way if you're at an intersection and you know that you can turn on red but you have to analyze how much traffic is coming at you before you can turn mm-hmm. pay attention to the traffic that's coming at you what are you dealing with daily mm-hmm. what aspects of your life can you make changes to do you need to stop and pull over is this traffic just entirely too much that you need to wait until the light turns green what do you need to do in order to get yourself back on track whether it be that you need to spend a little bit of time outside maybe you need to walk away from a project that you're on right now there's Mm -hmm. nothing wrong with taking breaks maybe you need a nap 
You know, mm-hmm. maybe you need to go take a shit. Maybe you need, mm-hmm. you know, those different things. How are you nourishing your body? What are you eating? How much fiber is in your diet? Mm-hmm. How how much are you eating out compared to, how, you know, how much you're cooking? Girl, those are, why is important. you over here cussing me out right now? Oh my God, I'm look, I'm going to turn to the side right here because you just, <laughs> honey, important. you just read me so clean and you didn't even know you was reading me. Oh my God. Let me it's go it's ahead very important tr- because what you realize is that you're putting the faith and the work into other people to do what it is that you should be doing for yourself daily. So Ooh. that's why you see people who like cook a lot and you like those people who bring their lunch to work like every day, they just seem like they got it all together. They got other shit going on. You know how you get to work and you start talking about your problems and the mm-hmm. stuff that they bringing up, they seem super stressed out about it. But you're like, girl, I wish that was my goddamn problem. Like, mm-hmm. I wish that was my only issue. You sitting over here like, girl, I can't even make myself a meal. That should be the end indication that something is wrong if you cannot take hello fresh they got commercials every goddamn way they said they got meals and sure it's 15 minutes if you can't take 15 minutes out of your day to make yourself something decent to eat something is wrong your root if your root chakra is off you will notice that the time my root is off jesus is off i'm telling you I'm telling you, to, um, it, tomorrow, because the weather has been nice, I'm telling <sighs> you, go, this is what I do when my root chakra is, like, really off. I take a blanket. Sometimes I don't use a blanket, but I'm allergic to grass. I'm allergic to every damn thing. But I take a blanket, and I go to the warmest part of outside. I put the blanket down, and I sprawl out like a starfish. Mm-hmm. And I just let the vitamin D take me over. And I allow that to just kind of fuel me. I touch the grass. I go for walks in the grass barefoot. I might even go put my feet in, like, a fresh water you know like Mm -hmm. a fresh stream of water Mm -hmm. something that's going to get me back into realignment and I go into those spaces and I just allow it to absorb I like to take in all that energy because it's forever moving you know like grass is always growing dirt is Mm -hmm. always a thing nature ain't going no damn way as much damage as we do to this earth it just seems like it will not give up on itself and that's what we need to take from it so I, I take advantage of different things when I feel like my stones no longer are a part of me not necessarily that I don't need them anymore but maybe I've you know cleansed it incorrectly like when I first got a piece of calcite and again this is kind of off you know topic when I got my first piece of calcite I put it in water and it started to shrink and it became Mm -hmm. like ugly like it just I felt like it didn't have the same metaphysical properties anymore I didn't throw it away I gave it back to the earth so I put it under a tree and whatever happened with it happened with it but I gave it back to nature it's those things the world is forever recycling nature's forever recycling take advantage of it go outside get you some fresh air put your feet and I don't know what it is with like black women necessarily like I just got a pedicure I don't want my feet to get all nasty Mm -mm. and whatnot that's a problem for a different day go outside and take your shoes off and put your feet in the grass, even if it's for five minutes or just sit there and take it in just for a little bit. And you will feel amazing. It's it's yeah. life changing. You'll come in the house and don't shit else matter. You come back in the house, the kids running around. One of your babies is hanging from a blind. You're just like, you know what? That's not my problem right now. I got to go and do something else. And that's another thing. If you're a parent, look at how often your children eat out. Mm. How often are you telling yourself, like, listen, I damn, I don't even want to cook for myself. I know I don't want to cook for these kids. How often are you taking your kids to get something to eat? And how often are you engaging in that with them? How often are you giving the responsibility of what you should be responsible for yourself to other people? That is the mm-hmm. main indication that your root chakra is messed up spiritually or, you know, in an emotional sense. Physically, it's constipation. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that that's good. I know I had a um, a gut check there for you saying some things uh because at first I'm like oh no I think I kind of got this together um 
But definitely, like I said, with the plants and then also um, just I've been eating out like I Mm -hmm. it's horrible. That's all I'm going to say. And my friend gets HelloFresh and she done sent me the code like three, four times. She was like, sis, just get it. I'm like, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. Still haven't done it. Um, But I noticed other things in my life for me to know that I'm off caliber, which which. I think it's so important for people to know themselves. Mm -hmm. So example would be, um, and I think everybody kind of know this. Some of it's like superstitious or whatever. When my purse is a hot mess, like right now, I got my Mm -hmm. ID and my credit card, whatever, just sit and slot in my purse. It's not even in my wallet. Sis, your finances Mm -hmm. is off. You know what I mean? You're not even putting things in a place where they need to be. Or my entire house is clean and it's been clean, but my bedroom is a hot mess. That just let me know that my outward appearance look good, but I got some stuff on the inside I need to deal with. Um, Mm -hmm. Or one time I went a whole two months, washed clothes, kept washing clothes and laying them in my bed and sleeping next to the clothes in my bed. And... Mm -hmm. On the outside and when I'm moving through life, seemingly I seemed okay. Like I wasn't sad. I wasn't suppressing anything. I mean, I felt okay, but me just sleeping with them clothes in the bed. And then finally I had just like a break and I'm like, okay. So those clothes were symbolic. And I was telling people, I'm just like, I said, I don't know something going on with me. I just don't know what it is. And they said, how you, what, what are you talking about? I said, cause I keep sleeping. It's been two months and I got these clothes in this bed. They clean. But why am I not putting it away? You know what I mean? So it's just be like the the little stuff that I notice that like I'm off and my plants are yeah. one way for me to know. So again, that's why we're saying mind your business, like really mm-hmm. pay attention to yourself. Um, and I'm very intentional about even with my thoughts. Now, you know, some people say like they're not saying or doing anything, but I read this book. Um, I, y'all know I love a book. That's my love language. Um, but the power of the subconscious mind. So it talks about those things, right? That you are manifesting those things through the sub, like that tiny, tiny voice. And I always tell people get honest about the lies that they tell themselves. Like, what is it on the deep innermost thoughts of you that you're not being honest about? Because mm-hmm. those things manifest themselves. And I tell my chi- my children and my students, I say your expectation show up in your behaviors. So regardless of what it is that mm-hmm. you say, regardless of what it is that you think thinking that you're doing what you expect show up in those behaviors and we have to be mindful of it so even when I'm saying one thing I ask myself like what is really going on and then sometimes I I even I've tuned into when I'm trying to lie and trick myself into thinking something else but I really believe something down in my gut you know what I'm saying so my mouth saying one thing my brain saying another thing but my gut has something else you know what I mean like y'all got you got to really be on point and it is so like sometimes people try to label me as you're overthinking I'm not overthinking a damn thing I just know that what I'm saying Mm -hmm. is not factual in this moment you know what I mean so I'm learning that um but it's taken me years you know even with uh it's gonna take you until the day you die it's good you're never going to be fully together. Mm-hmm. Honestly, in my spiritual practice, from what's being said, is that when you are fully together, you disappear. Oh, well, shit. I got a whole bunch of work. That's to do. what they say. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, there's no reason. Yeah, if, if you were fully together, they, there's this, I don't want to call it a superstition, but there's this like statement that is made that like monks, because that's who people really look at as like the mm-hmm. super spiritual being, that when they reach their highest point of enlightenment, they turn into a beam of light and then they disappear and they just mm-hmm. become energy. So, but and again, energy is pure. So when you mm-hmm. think about pure, you think that you've, in, you know, like in a religious aspect, you've never sinned or, you know, you've been forgiven of your sins. You live a, a sin-free lifestyle, you know, like you're, you're eating your, your fruits and your veg- vegetables. You're not taking from anything that's ever had life. I'm not doing none of that. So I'm never like, nah, I'm going back in the dirt. I'm not going to be, sorry. I can't, you know, vibe and become a beaver. Like, like I said, I like, I like nigga shit. I don't know. <laughs> I, I couldn't imagine, you know? So no, that you you're right on track with what you should be doing, and you like you said, you see those things about yourself. For the people that just continuously lie to yourself, you, it's just it's not gonna click until it clicks, and mm. one day you're just gonna be sick of your own shit, and that's when it starts. So if mm. you're not sick of your own shit yet, that means that you don't see a problem in what you're doing, and that's mm-hmm. a problem. But nobody can get yeah. the, not a therapist, not a, a Reiki worker, not a life coach, not your pastor, not nobody, not your home girl, not your sister, not your mother, not your friend. Mm-hmm. You got to get that together. You got to see the problems with you. Yeah, yeah. And it's something now that I even welcome. Like, I, it's been times that I've gone through things, and I'll tell my friends, like, I need to be broken down. Like, I'm waiting mm-hmm. to be broken. And they're like, what is that? I said, because the shit that I'm dealing with is not being addressed because I don't, I, I'm so indifferent about it. And I would yeah. literally pray, God, please break me. Like, just, just mm-hmm. start it over. Like, yeah. I, I'm messed up. Like, just mm-hmm. break me open, break all this shit down because I need to just rebuild from the bottom. Like, just clear it all out. Instead of, and this is just, I can't tell anybody what to do. So I always tell people, I ask that you consider. That's something that one of my mentors has has told me, that you got to stop telling people what they should do because people feel a certain type of way about that. And I, I respect that. So what I ask that you consider doing is instead of asking to be completely broken, because being broken means that there's no ability for you to be rebuilt, mm. ask for clarity. Mm. God, gift me the clarity for the things that I cannot see. Right now, I don't have the ability to. I'm I'm bearing my all to you. I'm letting you know that there is not anything within my soul right now that is able to gift me the reflection that I need. Mm-hmm. Break me down to the point where my vision mm-hmm. is clear. Break down the wall that is in front of me. Give it, give it a physical representation because you are, you are who you are. You don't want to be broken. You've been broken enough in life. You don't mm-hmm. need any more cracks to you. You know, there's enough strain. Break down the physical wall that is preventing me from seeing clearly. Break down the bond or break the bond between me and whatever it is that I'm feeling that's not allowing me to see my way. Mm-hmm. Um, God, grant me the, you know, grant me the space to open my Bible to the correct scripture that's going to grant me, you know, some serenity. Mm-hmm. Right now, I I need a break, God. Like that's what you, God, I need a break from whatever it is that I'm feeling. Grant me the strength to continue on Mm -hmm. because right now I feel we call it out, you know, but I I ask people to stop calling themselves weak Mm -hmm. because weak means that you wouldn't have gotten to the point that you're at now. 
A weak mm-hmm. person don't move. You know, a weak person stays in hell. A weak person is not able to crawl, not able to walk, not able to run, not able to flourish. You're not weak. Mm-hmm. You're you're not weak in, in the slightest. Right now, you just don't have it. Right. Right now, you just don't have it. That you all change up your verbiage when speaking to yourself. Mm-hmm. Right now, I don't have it. Mm-hmm. Not I'm gonna get it because then there's no time. You know, then then there's a there's a, a unallotted time frame to it. You don't know when it's coming. Mm-hmm. Right now, God, I don't have it. I'm asking for the ability to break this wall. Mm-hmm. Grant me the additional strength from what I already possess. Get mm-hmm. regain what you already have. Because a lot of the time, what we do is we take for granted what we've already been given. Mm-hmm. And we take for granted the fact is that we, at one point we did not have, whether it be that we were just at an age where it wasn't gifted to us or that we really did not have it. And mm-hmm. now that I have it, I'm not giving this shit up for nobody. Right. So God, I already have this strength. Mm-hmm. I need the additional strength in mm-hmm. order to break down this wall myself mm-hmm. in order to get this through. See me through this from my side. Do, please don't be behind me, God, for I still need your guidance. Hold my hand through this, God, so that I can get through this. Let's break down this wall. I ain't always been a spiritual person, very much religious, went to a United Ooh. Methodist church. <laughs> Listen, I could pray you down. Like if y'all ever need Ooh. a prayer, you you need me to intercede for you Ooh. real quick. We can we can get you together. We can Hi, get you together. Me, okay. I told y'all get your drink, <laughs> pull up, friend. We need to talk. Have you been minding your your business this is oh this is what i mean your business speaking of minding your business because i kind of want to go here because it's always something that bothers me check your instagram feed Mm -hmm. check your instagram feed check your contacts in your phone check the last person you went out with and check your instagram your facebook your social media feeds if the shade room is somebody that you're following if spiritual word is somebody that you're following if um what is it justin laboy or whoever that is is somebody that you're following unfollow them it's you have too much access to other people's business mm-hmm. you don't you're not even in their tax bracket what are you worried about them for mm-hmm. i don't even know half the shit that's going on in the world i didn't even know that one, I'll tell you how much I don't even watch the damn television. I didn't know that Biden was the new damn president until my sister came in the room like he won the election. I turned my TV off. I don't want nothing <laughs> to do with it. I don't. Because yeah. it's the weight of the world. I do not want to take on any added anxiety. I got my own shit to deal with. Now, mm-hmm. that's not to say that I'm fully detached from what goes on in the world. Exactly. I listen you know, to music and to different things. And if it comes across my feet, maybe somebody has reposted it, whatever the case may be. And then I'll look into it further if I choose to but what i'm not going to do is grant those type of pages or those type of people Mm -hmm. the ability to be readily accessible to me because i already got my own shit to worry about yeah but that's that goes back into guarding your gates guarding your Mm -hmm. eyes guarding your mouth guarding your ears the things that you ingest so i'm probably like you i rarely watch tv and then stuff i do watch is already pre-described um prescribed because it's on my dvr but as far as like live television all those things even with the Mm -hmm. sources that you just talked about yes i'm aware of them but i don't think i follow any of them you know what i mean i'll go back and check but i don't think i do a lot of um a lot of reality tv anytime that reality tv is like your go-to entertainment then something's going on Mm. Because what you're trying to do is to risk it, is to escape your own reality to then live in the facade of somebody else. And a lot of people don't think about it that deep, but it is that deep because what you start doing is having conversations about with your homegirl about what you would have done if you were in their position. You'll never be. 
Don't mm-hmm. don't even put yourself in that place. That or with me, I know for a lot of times I was like, oh, this is good trash TV because I was so miserable. It was refreshing to see someone that was in more pain That's, than yep. I was. And mm-hmm. I had to get real about that. So that at one point was all that I watched. And at the time I was dating mm-hmm. this guy. And every time I turned the TV on, he go, he go, you know, here we go with this bullshit again. And I'm just like, why mm-hmm. you won't let me watch my show? He's like, it's so much other stuff that you can watch. So it was always a point of contention between he and I. Now, I realized that, you know, and I had mm-hmm. to again get real about myself. Like, why am I finding so much joy in watching about you know, these things that people were going through, um, especially one of my favorites. <laughs> I ain't going to even lie. And it's no shade. Don't come for me. But I used to love Wendy Williams because I'm like, mm-hmm. she gives me the, you know, just the perfect amount of, you know, trash TV that I need that kind of fills me up to make it seem like, oh, well, girl, your shit is not that bad. You know what I mean? But mm-hmm. it got to a point as and I began. you tuning in Wendy Williams now, she a stone cold crackhead, live and in color on television. She was see, high as hell the other day. And see, I don't because it's the more I begin to heal and get in tune with myself, the less I could mm-hmm. take. I'm just like, oh my God, I just can't take any more of that. Yep. Somebody reposted her the other day. And when I looked at it, I just was like, see, this is the type of shit that I'm talking about. It's people who really were like on there, like, oh my God, how could she get to this point? And I'm, I'm so sad for her. And I can't believe, look at how much business Wendy Williams is. She's in everybody else's business. Wendy rarely will tell you her story. Wendy tells her story when it's applicable to her telling her story. Mm -hmm. And that's, you watch, watch who you value. Watch who you pay mm-hmm. attention. That is a really good point in in slowing down. Watch who you start to idolize. Watch mm-hmm. who you find entertaining. Wendy Williams used to be a drug addict, and this is no shade to her. This is, mm-hmm. I don't like. I said I don't even know the woman, but just like you, I used to watch Wendy Williams a lot, and I'm watching her, and she'd be real messy. I'm just like, ooh, child, yeah. And she would never really tell her story. I didn't even know that Wendy Williams had that backstory until somebody who she had some kind of like beef or something with had posted mm-hmm. about it. And again, intuitive me, I started going down a rabbit hole. I was like, damn, Wendy was a radio host, but she was a crackhead, and she had all this other kind of stuff going on. And now that I've seen, I saw her the other day, somebody reposted her and she was high as a kite mm-hmm. on national television. And I, it dawned on me. I said, look at how much this woman is detached from her own reality mm-hmm. that she is high as a kite with no care mm-hmm. on live television. Now that's her business. I'm not in Wendy's business. Cause the minute I saw it, I was just like, I'm gonna go to my creator and ask for her, you know, creator, whomever she yeah. worships and her ancestors to be a God for her. Yeah. I can't do shit with her. She got way more yeah. money than me, way more problems than me. And honestly, she ain't my problem. Again, me minding my motherfucking business. That is a really good way to slow down, to, yeah. to realize that the ideology that you have in place is one that would never be realistic to you. If you start mm-hmm. finding yourself living in a facade, you find yourself again, detached from reality and you find yourself solely, you know, slowly slipping. This is not, you wake up one morning, you like, oh, I'm so detached from reality that that's not going to happen. Mm-hmm. But when you realize that you're starting to give these things more power and, and more purpose, you realize that something is going on that is a great way to realize that you are slowly shifting into a place where now your root chakra is messed up but your solar plexus is messed up because mm-hmm. your solar plexus is represented by the yellow light again mm-hmm. this analogy here came with fire <laughs> that mm-hmm. yellow light is there and it's letting you know that at this point now something is either becoming off or something is off it could be that you went through something traumatic it could you know be that you went through something dramatic 
Or again, it could just be that you're ignoring other things. You've Mm -hmm. become so entertained by the outside world, especially this year. I don't fault anybody who went through something this year and found a coping mechanism. I blame people who stay in it. Those mm-hmm. are the people who I have a problem with. So if you're at a point now where this is your slowdown and this is your fourth slowdown this year, baby, grant yourself the ability to slow down. Mm-hmm. I don't care if it's your 60th, if it's your 16th. I'm supposed to have four episodes of podcasts done right now. My mind just wasn't there, but mm-hmm. I granted myself the peace to get my peace back. Mm-hmm. Sometimes your peace is snatched from you without you ever seeing it right. because you were focused on other things. I was just talking about the other day about not realizing how much I had to be thankful for this year because I had other stuff going on i had family members that died i had you know shifts going on at work i had outside things outside of my home going on and outside of myself but i granted that so much attention and i just didn't slow down after that and one day i woke up and i just didn't like anything about me i was solely focused on making money and how desperate i was for it that one day i was trying to light a a root chakra incense and my lighter wouldn't light it was Mm -hmm. full but it would not light every time i lit a match it would go out before i got to the incense i said no my root chakra messed up Mm. this is something's wrong here something's wrong here so i said all right well let me try to tap into my intuition and figure out what's going on and every time i opened up my mouth i felt like like you said before i was lying to myself Mm -hmm. because i kept telling myself that it wasn't that serious Mm -hmm. anytime that you are downplaying the drama in your life Mm -hmm. it's that serious serious. we're not gonna act like it's not that serious if your lights got cut off and you just like all right my next check i'm gonna take care of it no problem you, you should be you know <laughs> trying to problem. get that together if your hair is falling out in chunks don't wait till your next hair appointment to say something mm-hmm. if at any point you find yourself not caring about things that should be big but you're saying that they're little knowing that you don't have the means to what i mean is that if your car goes up and you have the money to put it in the shop that's now something little mm-hmm. but if your car goes up and you don't have the money to put it in the shop but you like i'm not gonna worry about that right now something's wrong it's either that something else is going on in your life that is literally stressing you out way more than this car or it's just that you have become so detached from what the hell is going on that Mm -hmm. you just no longer care either way it is an inclination that you need to slow down i always recommend at that point maybe talking to a therapist there's nothing wrong with a therapist there's nothing wrong with. oh i love a good therapist for the (laughs) black people in the back who sometimes are so detached from the idea of therapy like it is a profane word there is nothing wrong with therapy that is a great time to bring in an outside source Mm -hmm. and talk to them and then when you're done talking to the outside source talk to self all Mm -hmm. these things can work together when it comes to the overall like green light of things or when we talked about the the green Mm -hmm. or when it's time to just kind of cruise control and coast is when dealing with your heart chakra is when you just kind of love everything about you. You can't Mm -hmm. find one thing wrong right now, Mm -hmm. you know, and even in the things that you can find wrong, it's an easy fix. Like, you you know, maybe you forgot to take the chicken out, you know, to, to cook tonight. However, you know that you're going to make dinner. You see Mm -hmm. what I'm saying? It's a, it's a checkpoint almost. It's kind of like, okay, something may be wrong or this might be an issue, but there's a quick resolution and it's not taking anything from you in order to get there. And when you find that you love yourself, even like right now, my eyebrows are not done. I'm still a bad bitch. And that's on period. You know, but I'm still cute, you know, like, and that's that, what I mean by bald headed whole shit. I don't know. People have a different perception. Mm-hmm. I say bald headed whole shit or I say mind your business or anything like that. But what I mean is probably something totally different. That to me mm-hmm. was bald headed whole shit. Like baby, these eyebrows not done but i'm still her okay uh, yeah. <laughs> yep, folks, you gotta i'm still her you can 
focus on everything that you mm-hmm. got going on around you and it just feels good. Like I got shit going on right now. Like mm-hmm. it's I, do too. I got human shit going on. People got shit going on. Mm-hmm. But I don't have anything to worry about. Mm-mm. I am not stressed out in the slightest. There is no dis-ease in my life at this point. Mm-hmm. Everything is flowing freely. I can coast right now. If something pops up and I need to do something, mm-hmm. then I'll deal with it then. But I know that I have the strength, the ability, the agility, the insight, the education, and the enlightenment in order to push forth. Mm-hmm. There's nothing stopping me from fixing my issues if in the event that they, you know, they show face. But I'm also not looking for a problem right now either. That's me minding my business. Yes. I'm not digging deep into things in order to find something to be wrong. I'm not letting my anxiety get mm-hmm. the best of me. If something happens, something happens, but it's not depleting anything from me because mm-hmm. I'm good right now. Bank yeah. account, good. Hair follicles, good. The way that I love myself, good. My child is fine. My family is good. My family got issues that they're coming to me about. Right now, I can't deal with you because I don't want to deal with you. That setting the boundary. All my boundaries is intact. Love my coochie tight. I'm taking my CMOS and my vitamins. I feel good. Goddamn good. It ain't nothing. Got gas in my car. I feel, I feel good. <laughs> yeah. There's nothing wrong and I'm not looking for anything to be wrong. Exactly. That is how you know that it is okay to coast. If right now, everything seems fine and you can't, you don't have to overthink. You don't have to push yourself to find a problem. Mm-hmm. Everything's fine. And stop thinking so far into things. Again, I ask that you consider stopping because again now i'm trying to tell y'all what the fuck to do. <laughs> consider um, <laughs> in the event that you find yourself trying to push yourself to the point where happiness is almost a temporary feeling please please consider stop giving yourself the ability to do that you deserve to be happy you've gone mm-hmm. through enough in life mm-hmm. you've done enough you've done enough this week god damn it it mm-hmm. is it's a time for you to be happy live in the moment because a lot of the time for a lot of people it don't come often mm-hmm. and don't blame yourself for being happy do not if somebody like oh damn you really happy today and they know yeah girl because they don't need to know your reason unless mm-hmm. you choose to share i'm just really happy today mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If somebody like, damn girl, you look real good. Yes, I do. Not, oh, thank you, girl. Yes, I do. Mm-hmm. You know, if if a fine, you see a fine man walking down the street, you want to say something like, hey, how you doing, daddy? And he look back, you like, yes, you. <laughs> you There's nothing wrong with that. Find, find the happiness in the happiness and live in the moment. That is your time to coast. And you might realize that you go from, you know, coasting on city streets to being on the goddamn highway. Go until you get to your destination. Sometimes success has reached you and you feel like there's something else for you to do. And right now it ain't nothing else for you to do. Enjoy it. Yeah, I'm at that point now, you know, where I'm I'm at a point in my business, in my personal business, and even in my nine to five, where even in the things that I find wrong, I'm making the adjustments to it. So I don't have a reason to be upset. I don't, like exactly. I said, I don't have any anxiety or any unhappiness. So I'm going coast right now. I'm on green. I'm on route 40. Yeah. Y'all, y'all probably not from Maryland. I'm on route 40. I'm, I'm chilling. I'm yeah. cool. I'm coasting. I'm, you know, I'm down the road somewhere and I will deal with whatever I have to deal with in the event that there is any type of road stop or any type of blockage. But baby, if your light is green, go. Yeah. Yeah. Go. I totally believe that. Um, and <laughs> I don't know, sometimes for me, even now, I sometimes it startles me how at peace Mm -hmm. I am and I have Mm -hmm. so many challenges like life is not easy for me and I don't want people to think that it is but I'm so I'm I'm still happy 
Like, you know what I mean? Like, I'm I'm happy. I'm chilling. You know, I'm doing my thing. You know, as, as things come, I tackle them as they come. And if I can't fix it, and I'd be like, oh, sometimes I'd be like, I'm going to sleep. I'll deal with that tomorrow. And it's not like denial of the situation. It's yeah. just, you're not going to take what energy I, I got left for the day. I'm about to go in here. Um, It's been times when people will call me and I'm just like, no, uh, I'm just not going to do mm-hmm. this right now. And I will do it tomorrow when whatever, because I'm enjoying peace right now in this moment and understanding that those conversations or a particular person may trigger me and take me outside of that. Um, and that still mm-hmm. goes back to the, the boundaries. Now, as far as happiness, we talk about it a lot and that's even worth just having a, an entire discussion about it because I believe a lot of people don't even know what that is and what that means. Because there's they're searching for balance and not harmony. I, and I recently learned that. Like, Oh, I ain't nothing balanced over here with me. I always sound yeah. perfectly imbalanced. <laughs> That's mm-hmm. like I, uh, I took a class with Lisa Nichols. Now, you know how you love Ayala? Lisa Nichols lives in my head rent-free. Like, that's my, <laughs> that is my auntie. I love her. She said a lot of people in life are searching for balance when they should be searching for harmony. Like and that, that makes perfect sense. Mm-hmm. Because in balance, what you're telling yourself is that everything is supposed to equal out. Sometimes shit ain't going to equal out. Mm-mm. But in harmony, no matter if it's equal or not, it still flows. Mm-hmm. You're looking for your things to flow. Stop looking for for the weight to balance out because sometimes shit is going to be heavier than the next. Mm-hmm. Allow yourself the ability to go with the flow and adjust as necessary. And don't blame yourself for the reason why you have to adjust. You might not have had it at the time, mm-hmm. you know, when you first gave attention to it. And then you might have lost focus for a second and now you back. Don't beat yourself up about the fact that at one point you didn't have focus. Here you are now dealing with it deal with it mm-hmm. and if anybody got a problem tell them to kiss your ass and mind their business this that's is your it. business that you're dealing with that is it it's not telling everybody all. your business that's the that's the last thing i'm gonna say and then i we're gonna have church we can do the benediction and again the collection cash at d-m-c-h-a-k-r-a-s <laughs> um Stop putting people in your motherfucking business. It's mm-hmm. not for everybody to know. If your mother asks you what's wrong in your relationship, tell her everything's fine. Unless he's whooping your ass or she's whooping your ass because men get their ass whooped too. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, if there's a time where you're at work and something is pissing you off at work, but you know that it's falling on deaf ears, stop giving the people y- y- your, mm-hmm. your time. Ain't no overtime this week. I don't care how bad you need the money. Mm-hmm. Take your ass home and take a nap or find you a part-time job somewhere else where you can supplement the money. Start a business, do something. Mm-hmm. If you find yourself, you know, kicking with your homegirls and you feel like, you know, Every time you're talking to them, they have something to say, and then it's being posted on social media or whatever the case may be. Stop telling people your business because mm-hmm. some what happens is when you tell people your business, it then becomes their business to tell mm-hmm. because you've given them the ability to know your story. Everybody don't need to know what's going on in your page. Just close your book sometimes and just let it let it be that diary. Just let it be what it's gonna be. Stop, stop, stop putting your business on Facebook. People don't know if I'm single. <laughs> they don't know if I'm in a relationship. They don't know if I'm married. They don't know if I'm with a woman, with a man, it, how many kids I got. My hair color changes damn near daily. It's none of y'all business. You said I live my life mm-hmm. with transparency. I live my life with privacy, but I don't live my life with secrecy. Mm-hmm. Say secrecy that again, please. Secrecy, <laughs> yeah. 
you know, <laughs> secrecy means that you're doing something that you don't want anybody to know about. Mm-hmm. Privacy means that I'm doing what the hell I want to do. And, and it don't need to be business, business of yours, mm-hmm. you know? And then transparency means that even in the event that I'm doing something, you happen to come across me doing it in private, that when you ask me about it, I'm going to tell you exactly what it is that I was doing to a limit. Because in the event that I find out that you told my business when it wasn't your business to tell, that's when that ratchet, righteous part of me come out. And I'm going to either cuss you out or whoop your ass respectfully. <laughs> I <laughs> love just, it. People, people don't have to know your business. Like I said, we're going to do the benediction and we're going to, you know, we're we going we gonna to have our collection because that's how pastor run. Uh, I'm giving y'all my time. No, um, just stop, <laughs> stop. I'm asking that you consider stop gifting people your business because at that point then it is a gift stop gifting people your business mm-hmm. save some words save some memories save some time for yourself and for the people who were involved mm-hmm. at that time everybody don't need to know what's going on with you absolutely season three moms and martinis on purpose your story your terms it's not for other people mm-hmm. absolutely yes. love it absolutely i've never heard it put that way and i was stumbling over that a couple of weeks ago of trying to explain it to people as open and as transparent i am i'm still very private and oftentimes mm-hmm. people get that confused right <laughs> they think i'm just out here showing everything no sweetie it's mm-hmm. a lot that y'all don't know as much as you think that you know you, you, you know, know nothing like you way. know nothing <laughs> at all at all you don't know, you know a damn nothing. thing but the fact is, so you think that you know everything i'm gonna give it to you, you go, with it. go with it and i, I will love not, it. i'm gonna be the bill clinton of this shit at the end of the day, because what y'all think, you know, y'all, till this day, Bill still ain't told us what went down in that White House. We don't know what the hell happened. And you're not going to find out. And I like it. Be Bill Clinton. In the event that you don't know if it's your business to tell, be Bill Clinton. Deny, deny, deny. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh, wonderful, wonderful, wonderful. I have enjoyed all of this, honey. And as I like to tell the people. I have taken copious notes. I hope that you too <laughs> have taken copious notes on everything that them chakras have told us about that she has learned us we have she has learned us something okay she has learned us something I hope that you got it because I'm full okay from the inside <laughs> out my spirit is full you know I'm about to go in here and check on my plants <laughs> And try to get myself together. All right. So as we wrap things up, I have five questions. Uh, Wrap it around. Whatever comes to your mind. Answer the questions. Don't think about it. I'm not offering any rebuttal or response to it. Uh, We just want to get to know more about Christian. Right. So for our moms and martini friends, this is our new friends. So we want to get to know about our friends. And for those of you that are venturing over from them chakras. Hey, friend. Hey, now you get to know a little bit more. Hey, hey, y'all. Hey, (laughs) y'all. (laughs) Y'all. All All right. So you ready? Yes. Okay. So question number one, if you can have one wish granted, what would it be? Mm. oh my god uh to be a millionaire okay what is your plan to build a little easier (laughs) okay question number two what is your greatest strength my ability to see people for who they are the first time good uh question number three what does your best self look like this 
Love it. <laughs> All right. Um, I kind of feel like I you already told us this. I'll ask anyway because I wasn't prepared. Okay, whatever. As <laughs> the question I had was, what were you like before them shockers versus what you are now? But you kind of explained lost. That. I was lost. I was lost. That is the best way to explain it. Them four letters. L-O-S-T. Lost. Okay. Good deal. Last question. What is something that we should do together and why? You and I? Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm getting ready to touch down. Like, real soon, we're going to do a whole weekend full of bowhead whole shit. I'm talking about I'm going to come back and be in the emergency room because I need an IV because I ain't do nothing I was supposed to do all weekend. I probably ain't take not one vitamin, not one supplement. I drank tequila for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. I, I flirted with some men that was probably about 40 years my elder because I need me a glucose guardian like I do. I need to back it too. So I'm ready to touch down. Whenever you're ready, I'm ready to show my ass. Like, hey, 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 hey. I told you I yeah. like to have a good time. Ball-headed whole shit. Ball-headed whole shit. <laughs> that need to be like my my thing. Song. I, I, think, I think we need to put that on like a shirt or something. We need to take some pictures. That's what I we need. We need a photo shoot it. of us doing whole shit. I love it. Speaking of taking pictures, um, tell everyone about your ebook, your skincare line, your merchandise, your affirmation cards, your podcast. How can the people get in contact with you? Because sis, you stay minding your business. Wait, you just broke. I didn't. To be honest, that is how deep into my my own. But I forgot that I did all that shit. I swear, because I just be doing it. You saying that really, like it really just set in for I, who? It really just set in for me that I I've done all of that, mm-hmm. y'all. That happened this year. Mm-hmm. That I've done all that. Okay, so. Hey y'all! Hey, I said um, <laughs> again. <laughs> peace and blessings, family. I am Dem Chakras. Uh, I do a lot. My podcast is Dem. Everything that you could ever need to find me on is D E M C H A K R A S. Uh, the website D E M C H A K R A S dot com is where you find a link to all of that. So I did a photo shoot with the wonderful uh, Dion. Um, her business is DC by D Marie. Please, if you are in the Michigan area, touch down with a black photographer, black owned business. She is killing the game. We actually got together earlier uh, this year and I talked to her before about doing a either semi nude or nude photo shoot. And she is so damn quick. She said, sis, let's do it. She pulled the camera out. She pulled out one light box and we were already <laughs> in just like a fire space. And she was like, come on, take these pictures. And every 30 seconds, she was like, got my shot. Got That's like a running joke with her. And I'm like, I bet you she got the damn shot to take. Got my shot. Uh, but I wrote the ebook literally in 24 hours. Um, and I have to shout out Stephanie, the life architect for speaking so much life into me mm-hmm. as she did, which was the inspiration behind me sitting down in that 24 hours and finishing the ebook. Mm-hmm. So Adipose, the ebook is actually on sale now at dimchakras.com. And it is a self-love book. It is more like boudoir is, you know, ask photos of myself, very unapologetic. Talk about thigh meat, back fat, waist beads, arm jiggling, all that good jazz. Mm-hmm. And some of the most respectful and self-loving poses that you could find in a plus size woman. I think the, the connotation behind plus size women is very negative. Mm-hmm. And I find that to be something that I want to change the rhetoric about. 
a lot of women, you know, refer to themselves as like thick or, you know, like I'm fat, but I'm pretty hot and tempted. And I just kind of wanted to be fat, but like in cursive. And Mm -hmm. so I, again, intuitive me went and looked up what fat really meant on Google University because, you know, Karen Mm -hmm. and I graduated the same year. We still Mm -hmm. going, we get ready to get a PhD. Um, (laughs) And I found the word adipose, which is literally how the body stores fat. And I just realized like, I got a lot of adipose to me, baby, but also adipose, adipose. Like, listen, I'm getting ready to hit this pose real quick, adipose, bam. So the analogy just came to me and it literally took me maybe about two hours, but 24 hours for me to confirm everything and to get the book up. The affirmation cards are 40 affirmation cards, which are ratchet, righteous affirmation such as it's safer to play with scissors than to play with me. Mm-hmm. Uh, my tribe is deliberate. I am surrounded by integral ass people. My life is lit. Hedonism, because why not? And if you don't know what hedonism is, hedonism is literally minding my own business and doing what the hell I want to do because it brings me pleasure. Mm-hmm. Uh, merchandise is literally tangible affirmations that you can wear. So if at any point you feel like you know, you just need some added motivation. Be who you be unapologetically and go to the website D-E-M-C-H-A-K-R-A-S.com and get you a hoodie. Um, what else do I do? We talked about the podcast, Dem Chakras Podcast, which is literally just a safe space for you to come and to just receive all of the light, love, and life that I have lived mm-hmm. and all of the joy that I have to give. Each and every episode starts with a problem and ends with a resolution. So we talk a lot about self and the issues that we face. Uh, Chakra body care mm-hmm. is for all of the ashy people in the world and even those who are not ashy but uh, love Black luxury. I am the most affordable Black luxury that you will find. Bath and Body Works who? No. <laughs> uh, everything is natural and organic. We use no fragrance oils. We all, we're all essential oil scented today. We actually came out with brown butter which is amber coffee and vanilla that smells like a black woman because black women deserve nice things. I feel like this is what Kamala Harris is going to be wearing in the White House. I'm going to send her a jar. I'm going to get it to her. <laughs> somewhere, somewhere. Um, so yeah, you can purchase that at D-E-M-C-H-A-K-R-S uh, dot com as well as just cash app me your payment and baby sending me your shipping address because I can get it to you each and every way. If I got to bring it to you in my car, I will get it to you because I believe that black people deserve nice shit. <laughs> I said what I said. I don't really deal with too many colonizers. Yes. <laughs> that is true. Oh my gosh. <laughs> this has been the most fantastic moment here. I promise the people, I promise the folk that we was going to teach you how to mind your business. Now, at this time, if you're still uncertain how to mind your business, then I don't know what to tell you. I really yeah, don't. I don't know what to tell you. Um, <laughs> slide in the DMs uh, yeah, to ask some questions, something, so that we can get a, a further look at this. So the only thing I want to say is y'all just be patient with the process, okay? Mm-hmm. Um, speaking of being patient with the process and sliding in DMs, I'm still looking for a booth. So <laughs> hey, if y'all me, out there, that, thank you. Okay, yes. the word is out. So booze, where y'all at? It's cuffing season. I'm cold okay i'm looking for a yeah, hoodie bring your bring your gray sweatpants and your most recent tax return um <laughs> and your t- most two recent pay stubs i'm gonna go ahead and sign up as Kira's liaison yes. again at d-e-m-c-h-a-k-r-a-s <laughs> you can send me the the pics before you send them to her and i'll go ahead and determine whether or not they're appropriate i'm gonna send all of them her way <laughs> this is her truth, but i just want y'all to know 
I need your two most recent pay stubs, scratch your social out, you know, because we don't have to shit. Again, that's me minding my business. But I do need to see what you're working with before mm-hmm. I, you know, because we either, we don't want to stress her, we want to bless Mm-mm. her. Amen. So just go ahead Amen. and, you know, send it my way because I'm trying to help my sister out. Thank you. Thank you. Pre-screen. Now, I told y'all, <laughs> I have a board of people that's keeping me together. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> you, you got to have your tribe together. We love you. Oh my gosh, thank you so very much. And speaking of love, hey friends, hey, I love you. And until next time. Thanks for joining us this week on Moms and Martinis. Make sure to follow the show on Twitter at Moms and Martinis and Instagram at Moms and Martinis Pod. If you would like to be a guest on the show or have a show idea, please send an email to momsandmartinispodcast at gmail.com. While you're at it, if you found value in this show, we'd appreciate a rating on iTunes. Or if you'd simply tell a friend about the show, that would help us out too. Until next time, continue to mind your business.